0: This is Voice to Culture, a podcast for the modern-day confused citizen.
1: Hey, I'm your podcast host, Helen. I'm Kelly. I'm Michelle. I'm
0: Amy. We'll be talking about the recent upticks in the attacks against Asian Americans. So first up, in San Jose, a 64-year-old Viet grandmother was assaulted in the Daitan Supermarket Her purse was taken, and on her, she had over $1,000 in cash for Lunar New Year.
1: In San Francisco, an 84-year-old Thai grandfather, Vicha Ratanapakti, I'm sorry if I butchered that, he was deadly assaulted while on his morning walk, and the suspected attacker was a 19-year-old teenager who ran up to Vicha and violently shoved him in a video. Also in San Francisco, an 88-year-old grandmother, Yikoi Koi Huang, was allegedly beaten with her own cane by an 18-year-old teenager.
2: In Oakland, California, a 90-year-old grandfather was shoved to the ground in Chinatown.
3: Actors Daniel day Kim and Daniel Wu offered the $25,000 reward for information on this man. Fellow actors Henry Golden, Gemma Chan, Ashley Park also spoke about this incident and the rise of attacks on Asian Americans.
2: Civil rights activist Amanda Nguyen also appeared on MSNBC's American Voices, to shed light on rising violence against Asian Americans
1: in Philadelphia, an 83-year-old Filipino elder, Mauricio window Sr., was put into an ICU after being brutally beaten and robbed on New Year's Eve. In New York City, a
0: 61-year-old Filipino man, Noel Quintana, was on his way to work on the L subway train when he got into a dispute with another man and was slashed across the face. Um. So yeah, just like all these attacks are like pretty scary, especially in San Jose, the supermarket like. My parents we go there like not all the time but it's still like pretty common that we go there and it's kind of scary that like like luckily like nothing happened to her really but it is still scary that she got you know her all her possessions were taken and the attack in oakland like i saw the security camera footage and it was like really scary because he was shoved like very hard to the ground like and he wasn't doing anything he was just walking and was like shoved very hard like his face like hit the ground and um fortunately I'm pretty sure he's okay he's just like obviously he's 91 years old like bones are probably really broken and yeah like even if like we got like shoved that hard it would hurt a lot and now imagine a nine year 91 year old grandfather like just really hard to see
3: yeah it's really heartbreaking because like I swear we either get third-sized or hated on. Like, we're called names and slurs, and like, now we're getting killed. And there's been such a rapid rise in anti Asian crimes, and it's so horrible and disheartening to see, especially as an Asian American. And like, what's even worse is that mainstream media never seems to cover our issues. It's incredibly frustrating how normalized Asian discrimination is because people never bring it up.
2: And like, speaking of like the lack of coverage, like, I remember I find it interesting how this is around the same time that um last year before, before when COVID-19 like before the the uh, stay at home orders were issued when it first started to circulate when all those xenophobic attacks were happening in the Bay Area and there's there was no mainstream media coverage again it was just mostly news from like tweets and like People reporting like their their grandfather trying to recycle cans and then being beaten up like it's just devastating because it's it feels like like almost a year into quarantine and like the xenophobia is coming back in a full circle.
1: Yeah and also the fact that around this time it's already lunar year and you would think that if it's so important to these companies to be putting out Lunar New Year, you know, decorations and celebrating our culture, that they would at least speak out and actually talk about these issues, because it seems to us that like Asian hate crimes are just an are going to be an annual thing, where every year around this time, Asian elders are going to get beaten up and people aren't going to say anything about it, because they don't want to cause a scene or get too politically involved, and to be honest, like they don't really care. If they cared, they would, you know, say something about it. They wouldn't just let this happen. Because how many more Asian elders and attacks are going to happen until we actually get justice? How many more lives is it going to take?
0: Yeah, so like, why isn't mainstream media covering these attacks? Like, like Michelle said, like, okay, I almost don't want to say that racism against Asians is normalized almost, because like, racism in general is normalized because if racism wasn't normalized then it wouldn't exist. Like, you know, so I want to say that it's very easily brushed over. And why is that? I'm I don't know. But like I generally don't know, but I kind of think that like as Asians I feel like I don't know, it's so like common to see like um if something happens to us we're just like, oh it's okay, like whatever. we we'll, you know we can deal with it with our like we can deal with it ourselves we don't have to speak up about it um i don't know like when it comes to like anything small like just like out at a restaurant like if something like our order is wrong whatever like we're not going to say anything and i think we touched on this like in a previous episode like in work like why aren't Asians in higher positions in like the work setting i guess uh, it's because we're not going to speak up. Like, even if we do deserve a higher position, even if we do deserve better, we're not going to say anything about it, because we're like, oh, it's fine. Like, because we're we're so like fortunate to be where we are anyway that we're not going to speak up about it. But then that leads us to kind of see like all of a sudden this uptick in Asian hate crimes, and no one's really covering. Like, mainstream media isn't covering it. Um, I feel like barely anyone is really talking about it except for, you know, the Asian actors that we did bring up earlier but because they are Asian themselves we're not really seeing as many you know everyone else speaking about it.
1: If you think about why people are targeting Asian elders in the first place it's because they're not going to speak up like no matter what because they don't want to cause trouble because that's not how they were raised especially you think about Confucian principles where you respect your you respect your elders you focus on yourself and always doing like you know I think it's so interesting how you don't let other situations like boggle you down it's very much so you are in control of your own destiny and if you show respect to other people like that energy will be reciprocated and so these people are preying on that benevolence of you know like Asian elders and yeah.
2: Especially since Michelle mentioned, um, you know, that there's there's like only a like it's a like a black or white logical fallacy where it's either Asians being like put on the pedestal, being fetishized and like seen as sexual objects, or seen as punching bags for hate crimes and like the scum of the earth to um, other people to other people, and it's very interesting because there's no. There's no gray areas. It's either we're being um, praised, or being like glorified, or we're just being like dehumanized. And I feel like we just want to be human. We just want to be treated like human beings, like anyone else. And it's it's a right to be to be just to just leave us alone. Like we didn't do anything to you, you know. Like we didn't do unto others as you would want them to do to you. Something like that. <laughs> but like it's just very interesting to to note that like we are like especially with the model minority myth too i feel like it also elevates like a separation for Asians from like uh, being privileged like like um like people would be in the social ladder and then like being a minority like um people like
0: black indigenous people of color the oh, whole great area thing um and it's like that one time uh, what school was it? And was it in Seattle? No, oh, like the Seattle Public
3: School. It was something. It was a school was it in Seattle Washington? something.
0: But yeah, but there's a school how like yeah in Washington where like Asians weren't grouped into you know people of color like we were grouped with white people, and it's like okay, like I guess it's in part of like I guess our stats are more on par with white people, but even then like that's not a fair judgment to make I guess it's not something that you can say like we are people of color and we are and i understand i know <clears throat> like for a fact that like okay like we might not have gone through as much as you know other minorities but we still are a minority we still we're not white people and, and that's very brushed over it's very like oh like you're asian like you you know like you know the model minority like you can achieve so much you um we kind of talked about this like did, was it before recording I don't know Bling Empire but how like it's like kind of perpetuates um Asia that's like you know we got money we're rich because of all of this but that's not always true and it's not really as shown I guess in mainstream media when I'm watching videos and stuff that my parents my parents show, the media that we consume of Asian media it's a lot of people suffering, especially, I think it's a lot better now, but back then it was like very difficult for them to, I guess, even survive back in like Vietnam and whatnot. But here, the media that we consume in mainstream media, it's very like, you know, crazy rich Asians. Like I love that movie, it's a great movie, but you know, yeah, like again, crazy rich Asians. It's like, it doesn't, we don't really see as much of like the poorer people and like the suffering that
1: they go through every day. I like how Helen you mentioned earlier about how like Asians are being considered more like white now and they're being lumped together, even though we're, like we're clearly not white, because this is what happened in the past too. We saw that Jewish people, yes, even though they're racially white, they were not considered white. There's so many other ethnic groups that were not considered white, but gradually over time they were added and considered white because that's how America operates on this like black and white spectrum and so even though we know we're not white we're being treated as like this upper east like upper class east asians are I guess they have more in common socially and like economically with white people than they do with other communities and that's kind of the harmful rhetoric of crazy rich asians because obviously not every asian is rich but when you're not giving these people coverage when you're erasing them to a monolith and when you're not actually listening to Asian creators and like amplifying their voices, this is the result. This is the product of a country that has continuously pitted each like Asians against other minorities and trying to, you know, I guess label us as other. And that's how like xenophobia <laughs> and stuff like that exists because people are still saying like bad eaters, like Ling Ling, like all these stupid. And it's like, I thought we were better than this, you know?
2: And to like branch off of what Kelly was saying, especially about like um Asian representation in mainstream media, like it's it's so sparse beyond um like the caricature that of what the general public's idea of what an Asian person is. And yet like there are people who are who are who have more privilege than Asians who are taking away Different parts and then profiting off of it, like taking it to like some so like the, for example the fox eye trend. You know they're profiting off of like, um, like the slanted eyes. Like it's like they're they're like stretching out their eyes and they're they're and like on on a white person like so someone might say oh my gosh you look so good like you look like you're like you're foxy you look snatched but then like there there will be kids in school who will be like. Who, who who are Asian and then they have like those eyes naturally, but not everyone has those eyes naturally, but if they do, then they get made fun of it. Like for example, uh, my sister, she's not even, she doesn't even have those eyes, but she was Asian and she got made fun of. She was like, oh, Ling Ling. And then like there would be kids in, in school who would like pull her, pull their like eyelids back to make fun of her. So that's just, that's just one example of the rich getting richer and then the poor getting poorer.
3: Yeah, and it's why, like, these two movements, um, they can't burn us all, and hashtag Asians are human are, like, so important, because they show that we also face discrimination, and, like, we're just as human as everyone else. We have feelings, too. Seeing all these hate crimes occurring bring, like, fear and disheartenment like, to our community, because we are people of color, and these kind of issues need to be brought up to light.
2: Like, it's very interesting because the like the Asian demographic, it's not we aren't like as unified as other races, especially like in, in like times of crucial need for unification, like when a hate crime occurs, everyone needs to like band together and, you know, like bring more awareness, but at times like these, we are
1: still divided. As Michelle was saying earlier, the movement They Can't Burn Us All was a movement started by rapper China Mac and actor William Hamm in 2020 to, quote, activate everyone to stand up and fight back against anti-Asian hate crimes, racism, and violence, according to their mission statement. So the premise of their movements is essentially not just fight against anti-Asian racism, but also call out internalized and self-hating like Asian racism within ourselves because so as you guys may or may not have heard there's been a recent surge of what is called boba liberalism which are essentially people within the Asian community who not just like literally how like they like to drink boba and how it's like it's a sweet drink and like it's like it tastes good but it's not always substantial and healthy for you it's how like they'll Praise like Asian media, like oh, crazy rich Asians. That means we're getting like more representation, or they'll just only talk about like Asian, like media, but they won't like actually do anything. It's a lot like performative activism in a way, but they're very like trend following. Like they'll say BLM, but they won't call out like affirmative action and like the like the issues surrounding that. They won't really like, I guess, say any like do anything like substantial. You know what I mean? like
2: why are we so complacent now that we are the target like i feel like now but we should be proud of who we are we shouldn't like back down now that we are like under pressure we should be proud of being like vietnamese chinese malaysian cambodian korean etc like we should be proud of our culture (laughs) and we should and we should not like back down now that there are hate crimes we should come back and bounce back and unify and be like we are not we are not something someone you could take advantage of we are not gonna let you run all over us you know i feel like we should get together and you know like really unify within the the uh movement that was founded in 2020
0: yeah but instead with you know bubble liberals and whatnot it, it it's honestly highlighting like the anti-blackness that is also in the Asian community, um, as much as people try to deny it, it is very like, even with like, you know, like my family, like as much as like, you know, I try to like go against, you know, it's very, it's not like, they're not like outrageously racist, but like, you you know, that you can kind of tell it's like, oh, like all these like black people, all these like Mexican people, all these whatever. And like, as much as I try to, you know, whenever they do say like make remarks like that i say like no you can't like make generalizations like that you know it's still there because that's how it's so rooted in our community i saw a tweet that said that we shouldn't be talking about these stories because it's kind of promoting an anti-black rhetoric but i don't agree with that i because we do need to talk about this um we shouldn't focus and i think some of these attacks weren't even like from black people so we we can't, again, that's also another generalization in itself, like, we do need to talk about these, you know, attacks, but we also don't have to highlight that, you know, that these two communities, the Asian and Black community is so, we're always attacking each other, it feels like, and yeah, so, like, like again, the anti-Blackness in the Asian community, like, Asian lives matter, like, that is not a slogan that we need to be using, any sort of slogan that's, like, blank lives matter, that is not, we can't do that, because, Black Lives Matter, the whole, like, Black Lives Matter thing, like, that is their slogan. It's, like, stop stealing from Black Lives Matter movement. Stop stealing, you know, you you can come up, like, you know, they can't burn us all. Like, okay, so there's a lot of people saying, like, why aren't you giving the same energy to this, that, um, the same energy that you gave to Black Lives Matter? You can't say that because it's, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, how many years has it been? Like, hundreds of years of, like, hate and, like them trying to get their voices heard and like the one time like finally it's like mainstream media is covering black lives matter movement you're all of a sudden you're turning it and saying that like oh like why don't you you know pay attention to like this matter that like if you're all you're doing is taking attention away from black lives matter and we can support multiple movements and multiple communities while like at the same time you don't have to be like oh like you know, like Asian lives matter too. Like you can't, that's not okay to say.
3: Yes, 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 I definitely agree with Helen. Although then, intent may be well-mannered, the Asian Lives Matter is giving me very all oh, lives matter to me. Like, if you guys really care about Asian issues, you wouldn't be using this as an excuse to stomp over Black Lives Matter and silence Black people, because we have our own slogan. Also, it's really important to raise awareness for discrimination against Asians, but this does not give you the excuse to scapegoat Black people. You're not supporting the community, you're being anti-Black. Why are we only emphasizing on anti-Asian attacks with Black perpetuators and generalizing the entire community because of it? It's like really hypocritical to me, not to mention racist, because we're saying that Asians shouldn't be generalized for spreading the coronavirus, but we're generalizing Black people for being violent. Like a small group of those perpetuators does not represent the entire Black community. What we need to be focusing on is If you want to spread awareness, it's to emphasize the hate crimes against Asian victims, not that some of the people who attacked them were Black. Why were Asian people attacked? Why Asian people especially? Like those are the issues we need to emphasize and focus on, because we're only going to be creating a bigger divide against the Asian and Black community if we keep being racially hostile and blaming all our issues on our Black community. It's important to acknowledge the issues in our community and hold them accountable.
2: Uh, tell me why, like the um, like um the Asian Lives Matter gives me the same energy. It's basically the same thing as like saying saying like all lives matter and like blue lives matter, but it's like I get I get why people say Asian lives matter, but more so like I guess there's like more of a cause behind saying that. But I feel like I don't know degrading because you're pitting you're pitting two minorities against each other. I think we've we already discussed that, but it's just like um like. We're we're so like when when two minorities are too busy like have like holding like grudges and prejudice against one another, then we won't actually be um like tackling the the actual issue, which is the systemic racism in our country.
0: I mean, yeah, because if we continue to like basically rip off Black Lives Matter and like make all these generalizations, we're not any different than, you know white racist people were like white supremacists and whatnot because it's just like you know an example was um on, on January 6th the attack on the Capitol a lot of the rioters were saying um no Trump no peace now that's a slogan that's ripped off of no justice no peace from the Black Lives Matter movement uh, and yet so like we're not any better than those people then if we you know do Asian Lives Matter too like that's you know we don't want to be represented by that
1: Um, a lot of people are bringing up the question of like, oh, well, who were the, you know, attackers? Who were the murderers? They're black, right? And they would kind of use that and to justify racism and anti-blackness. But I think on the other side, there's also people saying, actually, this is all, this all has to do with white supremacy. And I know like at first you're probably like, huh? But like, aren't the attackers black? Like how is it rooted in white supremacy? So why don't we go over that and kind of unpack how exactly these are related because clearly like POC solidarity POC solidarity and even just like allies from different communities who like aren't Asian like that strength is so much more propelling and what makes a movement so much more stronger because we need allies we need people who aren't in our media circles spreading this information and like this like media to their circles because obviously because we're all Asian like we get this Asian media, we understand what's going on, but not everyone understands it to the same extent that we do.
0: I mean, it kind of just goes back to like um what we were talking about, like why are we not talking about the the reasoning, I guess, um, these attacks. We're just like attacking the attackers, which is like not gonna really do anything, it's just spreading more hate. Yeah, it goes back to what we were saying about how like you know, I said we're not any better than these like white racist people. We're kind of feeling that like hatred if we do, all we do is attack attack other communities, like what we need to work on instead is supporting the Asian community and trying to stop these attacks and seeing what we can do to like stop these attacks and to look at like why this is happening and like what we can do to make things better instead of, you know, pitting like different communities against each other and like just all that's happening is anger and what we need to start doing is, you know, we should start like dismantling that whole like you know the white supremacy and all these like racist people and whatnot and the systemic racism instead of just like oh like this is so terrible like blah blah, blah. and and instead it's just like we're heightening like the anti-blackness in that's already very present in the asian community
3: yeah um kelly also um, mentioned like how are asian hate crimes tied to white supremacy even though many of the attackers are Black. I think J.S.R. has to do with how, like our perception of Black people. And then I feel like white people are sort of like fueling that kind of like perception where we think that, oh, Black people are violent. That's why Asians are like the model group, the model minority group, because we're submissive. We, we don't like- Step out of line. We don't, yeah, very, yeah, yeah, we don't, don't step really out of line. line and like that's why we're so successful and stuff and that's why um, other people of color need to like learn from us you know I, th- I feel like like that kind of like agenda that kind of idea is being like pushed onto us especially by like white supremacy groups that's why what we need to do is abolish it and additionally i think another way to support our own community is by acknowledging that there's issues within our community that needs to be solved you know like uh, anti-blackness is extremely prevalent in our group in our community that's why we need to acknowledge it and have ways to like to abolish it and do better by becoming like less ignorant about these kind of issues and acknowledge that we shouldn't be like we shouldn't be viewing this as a competition what we should be doing is supporting other people of color and like their communities and doing something about it yeah 100% like it's
1: not the oppression of olympics as many of you might have already heard and also on the on the flip side Holding the Black community accountable for anti Asian sentiments because, yes, it does go both ways. And acknowledging that talking about Asian hate crimes doesn't take away from other POC struggles. It doesn't, like, you can celebrate, like, again, because Homer this, is February. It's Black History Month. It's also Lunar Year. It should not have to be a competition between talking about one community struggles. And especially for the Asian community, like, we need. More than ever to like stand together now and call out people who reduced racism against asians like why is that
3: i don't know why that's still a thing
1: why are people still falling into the model minority myth? like how do you still think that like meritocracy is what gets asians to where they are today like you think just because we worked hard like that's it like it, yeah. yeah and just like
0: going back to all, like the white supremacy thing like a lot of i guess Boba liberals are like saying, you know, with these attacks, we should, you know, more police, more like, I guess, like patrols, I don't know, whatever the hell, policing. Um, But like, you still have to understand that police and like cops, I guess, they're not like, yes, while they're most, um, like black people are the most, I guess, targeted uh, when it comes to cops, that's not going to help us because we're just, we're all like really like angry right now and frustrated, but then in turn, because of that, we're so like angry and frustrated, it, you know, again, we're boosting the anti-Black rhetoric and then we're also, I'm seeing a lot of people like global liberals are saying like, oh, like we should increase policing and we should have more cops so that like these attacks kind of like stop. But like, that's not gonna help. Like, if you're not white, cops are not gonna help you. Like, I feel like this is kind of, like, the bottom line. The cops really don't help anyone. But, like, again, like, we, I think we talked about this before. Like, the reason why cops were even a thing is because, like, for it to catch fugitive slaves, like, that's what started started with. So, yeah, like, cops aren't going to help anyone but white people. So, like, you saying that we should have more police and, like, in the streets and stuff, it's not going to do anything because they're just anti-POC in general. It just really sucks to see that, like, we're reverting back to like being so anti-Black when we have already, I feel like we've like done a lot of work in trying to stop that. It is all like, honestly, it's all rooted in white supremacy.
1: No, I think you made a lot of good points. And that kind of brings the question of why are these people committing crimes in the first place? I, last time I checked, we are still in the economic recession. Nobody's Nobody in their mom is doing well, unless you're probably the 1%. And seeing how people, like, I guess when you first approach a system, you probably be like, why, how is this even rooted in white supremacy? Aren't the attackers Black? But that comes to that question of, like, why is there so much, like, why does it feel like POC have to fight against each other for attention and to survive? It's because, like, okay, so for example, if you're a poor white person, you have been conditioned to believe that you have more in common with the rich white person than you do with the poor Latino person, Asian person, like, this is how, we defied our people because we see each other as like, oh, well, this person's Asian, that means we're similar. And no, this person is like has a net worth of like one billion. We're not the same. We're we are not the same. And we see how this pandemic has brought out the worst almost in everyone because we have to worry so much for ourselves and for our loved ones. I remember the other day my grandmother was telling me how when she was going on her walk in the morning. She like was going over the highway, like the little like, sidewalk thing, and there was like this car kind of like driving by, and it like stopped right in front of her, and she was like, she, she like freaked out, so she like quickly like, ran back, and that car was like starting to follow her, and she was like, I guess like running for her life because she was so scared, until she found like a tent or like like two homeless women like nearby, and she kind of like hid with them until the person drove off, and. I think like she could have been kidnapped in that moment, like no doubt, because so many people are attacking elders and targeting, especially Asian elders, because like if my grandma didn't run into those two homeless people that day, she probably would have been taken off and there would have been no way to contact her because again, elders are not exactly the most tech savvy people. And I just think about how we we never think about these issues until like it really happens to someone close to our circles because then it's like, oh yeah, it just happened, like school shootings, it does happen.
0: Yeah, it's really scary, dude. I'm just like, I'm looking at like the, this post that, or this infographic that Dear Asian Youth posted on these attacks and they have a really good slide on one of them. It says, but um, do not be mistaken, we can and must fight anti-Asian racism without being anti-Black or pro-police. BIPOC solidarity is the only way we can target the root cause of these attacks, white supremacy yeah like that's like that's just like sums it up all together like perfectly yeah I don't know it it, like really sucks too because like again it is Lunar New Year and like this is such a like happy and like it's a very like happy holiday and it's a obviously with COVID it's a lot harder because normally you know we would all be with our families and it would be just a really like good time going around to like that's kind of like the tradition is that like you have to go around to each house and like visit and like you know give your good wishes good fortune and everything but this year we can't really do that and so it's already like it's already been hard especially for like our elders because you know that's when we like really have to see them because it's like such an important day an important tradition but now we can't really see them anymore and so it's already like really difficult and now that seeing all these attacks on these elderly people like just sucks because this this you know this holiday is supposed to be kind of about family and unity and just good fortune and instead it's just like we're seeing all these attacks and yeah it's really sad
2: So moving forward, it's crucial to call out those who deflate racism against Asians or pit minorities against one another, um, especially even if it's in your own family group. Like, I know it's, it's, it might be hard. Like, I don't know why, but it, it's, it can feel like it's like a mentality or part of like our like state of our state of mind to just like not speak up because like it's too much it's too much of a hassle for some reason to stand up for yourself or to stand up for what's right but you know i think it's time to 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 change that you know it's 2021 and like we're a new generation we could create our own like set of values like it's time to to like stop being complacent and to like stand up for what's right and um You know, like part of like standing up also means to sign petitions to get mainstream news coverage of national elderly Asian-American assaults. Um, And we'll make sure to link them down below. And it's also important to, you know, like help bridge the gap between different uh, communities. So like um, in this episode, we talked a lot about like how there's a lot of um, racism in the in, towards Black people in the Asian community. So I think, you know, communication, reaching out, like not being afraid to like ask for different perspectives, uh, non-racist perspectives is very important. It's very important to start a discussion. And we'll also link other ways to help in the description box below.
0: Yeah, like, you know, like Amy said, it's kind of, it is very like exhausting to continue to talk about racism and anti-racism and, yeah, like it's very exhausting to have to like I guess explain racism to other people who may not fully grasp how damaging it can be. Yeah, it's like super, you know, it's t- very tiring to like continue to speak up about it again and again. But remember that these conversations are important, even if they are tiring. You know, like important things aren't easy. Things aren't just easy in life. You can't just like brush past them. You know We're We need to, like, end this, like, yeah, like Amy said, like, we have to kind of end the whole, like, okay, we don't have to talk about it, you know, hush, hush, whatever, because that's very damaging.
1: I guess, like, one last um, thought, if anything that we said in this episode, you're, like, not convinced, again, of course, we'll link all of our sources, but also understand that in order to start your healing process, you have to first acknowledge that you're hurt, and even though that's more psychology-based, I feel like it is relevant our conversation today because in order for us to actually stand up and fight back and show people that we're serious that this is an institutional problem this is not just the case of one or two elders this is a trend and a pattern we have to fight for ourselves before we can even expect like other people to fight with us so it's even more important now than ever to be loud.
0: all right with that that wraps up our discussion on the rise of hate crimes against asian elders
1: if you're interested in what we do and want to better understand what we're about, please check out all our socials. All ads
3: are a Voice to Culture. If you like this episode, please give us a review or like and subscribe. Hit the bell icon to be notified every time we upload a video.
2: Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode. Please stay safe and healthy, everyone.
1: Bye. 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 We got vocals.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even like start on the same time. Yeah, that was bad. Whatever.